Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business, or if you're thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you, inspire you, connect you with other vegan business owners, and give you the knowledge that you need to build a successful vegan business. And if you want to go beyond this podcast and connect with our community of like-minded vegan entrepreneurs, or even get support from Lisa and myself, then head over to veganbusinesstribe.com, where you'll be welcomed with open arms. So, okay, and welcome to episode one, which is actually, you can probably tell from my voice, it's just as exciting for me, you know, here recording it, as it hopefully, as it will be for you listening to it. And in this episode, I'm going to start by answering A really fundamental question for anyone who has a vegan business, always thinking about starting one, and that is, why? (laughs) Why are you doing this? You know, why are we all doing this? And, And why should you have a vegan business? And if you've got this far by downloading this podcast and listening to me now, then you and I, I believe, we believe in the same mission. You might already have a great product, service, or idea for a vegan business, but maybe you've not got all those business skills or experience that you wish you had. And and right now, that really doesn't matter. Because what you do have that other businesses don't is a burning passion to make the world a better, fairer, and cruelty-free place. And no matter what else, that is an amazing place to start. Everything else you need to be successful, you can learn or you can find. Now, I'm going to assume that you're vegan yourself. Or if not, you're well on the way to becoming one. And I don't care if you first turn vegan for the environment or for your health or for the animals. Most of us start a vegan business as our way to further the vegan cause. It's our way to align our ethics with how we make a living. And and maybe you want to help us move towards a vegan world by providing better vegan products. Or it might be that you want to do something to make it easier for people to live a cruelty-free life. Or maybe you're in a vegan charity or animal shelter. It's fair to say that most vegans who start a business do so with a mission at the heart of it. And this goes back to our, you know, to our own vegan journeys. When you first turn vegan, you start out with what you eat. So that's the the really obvious place to start. But then you take a look at the clothes you're wearing and how you can remove animal byproducts from that. Then you look at your cosmetics and toiletries and then perhaps, you know, your home and the wider world around you. But at some point, you think about how you're spending your day what you're doing with your career, and can you use your skills and your passion as a way to further the vegan cause and help other vegans? And I'm going to start out with what is quite a controversial statement, but it's backed up with hundreds of conversations I've had with members over at Vegan Business Tribe, and it's that vegans just don't seem to like making money. We think it's unethical, especially if we're trying to make money out of other vegans. Or perhaps you think that commerce is the root of many of the world's problems, and and you may have a valid argument there. But the reality is, you can do far much more good in the world with a profit than a loss. And this is because your business cannot help us move towards a vegan world unless your business is successful and generating money. 
if you run out of funds or if you burn out because you can't take a sustainable living from your business without working those ridiculous hours, then you cannot help the vegan cause. Just having a vegan business is not enough. You have to have a successful and profitable vegan business. And this is really important. And it's something that you, you need to bake it into your business right from the start. You need to succeed with your vegan business to actually make a difference. Even if you have a charity, you still need to attract income. You still need to connect your organisation with enough people who believe in what you do to be able to keep doing it. And that's why if you have a vegan business... You should view it as your duty to the vegan movement to get better at doing it and not feel dirty, unethical or sleazy for having a business that makes money. Because there's no point in having an amazing product that will change the world if that product never gets into anyone's hands. There's no point in having a voice if it's never heard. And I'll repeat that mantra again. You can do far more good with a profit than you can with a loss. You can do so much more to further the vegan cause if you are sustainably generating money than if you are not. And I know that there'll be some people listening to this who aren't vegan. Uh, you know, vegan and plant-based is a really hot sector right now. And I, I regularly have people emailing me asking how welcome the vegan marketplace will be to someone selling a vegan product if they're not vegan themselves. And if this is you and you're listening to this podcast to find out, I don't know, how to better connect with and sell to vegans, then I've got a special seat for you here right at the front. And I'm not going to lie, my heart will always be with companies founded and run by, by other vegans. But for us to make it easier for more people to turn vegan, then we need to convince all companies that there is a demand and to provide vegan options and services and to take a look at their own ethics. So if you are not vegan and you're listening to this, then don't worry, I'm not, I'm not going to activate the hidden tracking app that's, you know, that you downloaded with this podcast so I can come and find you, wrestle you to the ground, and I'll feed you with Lisa's homemade hummus until you convert to being vegan. Um, but I will make you a deal. And it's a deal that starts with a question. Would you say you're a firm believer in cruelty? No, of course you're not. So, if you're going to become a regular listener to learn all the secrets about the vegan consumer and how to sell to the vegan and plant-based marketplace, then that's absolutely fine as long as you agree to take a look at why so many people are going vegan in the first place. Go watch a couple of the documentaries that they've watched. Go and read a few of the articles that they've read and see if you come to the same conclusion as they did. Okay, so for the rest of us, Let's go back to that fundamental question of, of why should you have a vegan business in the first place? And maybe you're already doing okay with your business, or maybe you're just starting out, or maybe you already have a successful non-vegan business, and you're thinking about converting it to being a vegan business, but you've not quite convinced yourself to do it yet. Um, or perhaps you've been beating away at your vegan business for quite a while now, and you're just not seeing the results and wondering if you're, you're heading in the right direction. Well, 
Over the course of these coming podcasts, we're going to look at all these scenarios in more detail and what you can do about it. But first, let's look at why so many people are launching businesses in the vegan marketplace. And we can start with stats because, well, <laughs> I love statistics and you should love them too. Because when you look at the rise of veganism and the plant-based consumers, it is a joyous sight. Um, now, we actually had a, a recent question in our Vegan Business Tribe mentoring forums asking if I could provide some stats of how interest has increased in veganism over the past few years. And my fingers were falling over themselves, typing and copying and pasting links to surveys and studies. So, Let's just jump in and take a look at some of these figures. Globally, the number of vegans is somewhere between 1% to 3% of a population. Now, that depends on how you measure it, and it depends on which studies you look at. But that's about 150 million people globally identifying as vegan. Now, that's about the population of Russia. And somewhat randomly, it's also about the number of people on the earth who have green eyes. And that's rising year by year. And that's the number of vegans, that is, not the people with green eyes. Now, those estimates come from a number of sources, mainly from Ipsos and the Vegan Society, but they don't necessarily give the full picture. What is really exciting, and the reason that I recommend getting involved in vegan as a business right now, is the direction of the trend. Larger studies have historically lumped vegans, vegetarians and pescatarians, so, you know, the people who don't eat land animals, but they still eat fish. Now, they've lumped all these people together. So that means that it's hard to pull out historic data of how many people are vegan. Again, we can look at the Vegan Society's estimates of how many vegans um, there have been in the UK. In 2014, there were 150,000, which is about 0.25 of the UK population. In 2016, there were 276,000, or just under 0.5% of the population. Then in 2019, when they did their last survey it was 600,000 or 1.16% of the population. Now, you see the trend there. And that's just in the UK that has a relatively small population of 66 or 67 million. The number of vegans has been doubling every two years, or what we call exponential instead of linear growth. And there are some other really, well, you know, fun stats you can use to see how the interest in veganism has been increasing. So there are five times as many searches for vegan on Google than there were five years ago. Five times as many. According to Mintel, one in four of all new food launchers in 2019 made a vegan claim. And one of my absolute favourite stats is actually Waterstones. So in 2020, they currently have about 10,000 books with the word vegan in the title. Now, if you'd have done that search back in 2018, you'd have found less than a thousand. Now, this is all great, but hang on a minute. It doesn't quite add up, does it? So we're looking at two, you know, perhaps 3% of the population who identify as vegan but one in four food launchers are catering for them. 30% of online food retailers, um, Ocado's ready-made meals are vegan. And if you don't know Ocado, they're, they're not a plant-based retailer. They sell to the whole marketplace. So where is this demand coming from? And well, that is the secret because it's not from vegans. 
us vegans, if we have to, we're quite capable of loading up our supermarket baskets from a veg aisle, you know, and we'll, we'll get to work with our sweet potatoes and tins of chickpeas to make some great meals. And the real market for plant-based products is actually non-vegans. According to Kantar, who is one of the world's leading data and insight organisations, 92%, yes, 92% of vegan meals and foods are bought and eaten by non-vegans. That is stunning. We can compare that with Beyond Meat. They revealed that a staggering 93% of the people who are buying their plant-based Beyond Burger are not vegan or even vegetarian. And this is from their own research. They're customers who are also purchasing meat products, but now less of them. And this was one of the first clear cases of a meat alternative actively taking spend away from the meat sector. And now their competitors, Impossible Foods, have also released similar statistics, showing that up to 95% of their customers are also meat eaters. And they're now turning their, their technical talents to developing Impossible Milk that is indistinguishable from dairy. And I suspect that the customers for that will also be the general population too. And this is the big secret to successful vegan companies. Plant-based is no longer the niche sector that it was about 10 years ago, or even 24 months ago. Vegan has now broke into the mainstream buying behaviour. Research by World Vegan Day, and I, I told you I like my statistics, you know, their research said that more than half of UK adults have now adopted some form of vegan buying behaviour, but without identify as being vegan or vegetarian. And that might be, you know, meat-free days or consciously choosing plant-based substitutes or buying soy or oat milk instead of dairy, for example. And in, in France, even, you know, schools now need to provide, by law, one meat-free day for schoolchildren. And we're seeing these changes coming in across the world. So people ask me, well, why start up a vegan business? If it's all the meat eaters buying the vegan products, what do they care if I'm a vegan company? Well, I'm very glad you asked that. Because what started as a trend is now becoming the new normal. And it will only continue one way. Never ever look down on someone buying vegan products who has not yet made the connection with the animals. Because once someone starts showing an interest in plant-based foods, for whatever reason, then the digital algorithms that run our lives start to kick into action. You know, ah, thanks Google, you're searching for recipes of how to make a meat-free spag ball. You must be vegan. This means you're going to love this really popular video from Earthling Ed that I'll queue up for you next time you're on YouTube. <laughs> and that's genuinely how it works. Someone who starts to show an interest in plant-based products will then start seeing all kinds of new information creeping into their digital lives that just wasn't there before. And I firmly believe that at the heart of veganism is compassion. And most people in the world are compassionate people at heart. And if you take a compassionate person and you educate them about how the food really got to their plate or how the dairy milk got to their coffee, then they, once they know what you and I know and you know what we really know, they will refuse to support it, just like we did. 
And it's only ever a one-way journey. And the more they learn, the more they will seek out vegan alternatives. Let's take a look at the figures from Veganuary, which if you've not heard of Veganuary, it's a worldwide campaign to get people to try being vegan every January. And in 2014, 3,300 people signed up for the challenge. 3,300. In 2020, it was 400,000. And as more people go down this rabbit hole of veganism, the more companies are needed to support them. And once you get all these vegan businesses supporting them with great new products, then a whole new business ecosystem starts to appear. Because not only do you need vegan companies supporting you know, people wanting vegan products, but you need vegan services to give support to the, these vegan companies. From vegan web designers through to, you know, vegan funding platforms. Because if you're a vegan with a vegan business, then of course you want to buy business services from other vegan companies if you have that option. And if you have the option of an accountant who is vegan to an accountant who's not, which one do you actually want to work with? Which one will understand you and your business ethics better? Which one will not keep questioning you why you're doing what you're doing and saying there's not enough vegans for you to sell to? You know, which will give you the, the extra support because you're on the same mission personally that they're on? But it also means that vegan has become big business. Uh, you know, all the main food manufacturers, cosmetic companies, fast food chains, uh, supermarkets, fashion brands, uh, even luxury car companies, you know, they're all bringing out vegan and cruelty-free options. Now, you could look at this as a smaller vegan company and think that you've just got no chance. Um, it could mean that there's no room to launch a new vegan product or to grow a vegan business. But that could not be further from the truth. Would you say there's no room for a local independent cafe in a town just because there's also a pizza hut? You know, think about the number of animal-based beef burgers that are for sale at all the supermarkets. There are, there are hundreds of different brands and manufacturers, maybe even thousands and we're thinking that the vegan burger market is starting to get saturated just because we've got Beyond Burger and Meatless Farm? No, you know, the plant-based marketplace is now perhaps only a quarter of what it might be in a couple of years, meaning there's plenty of room for you to get involved too. Now, those larger companies who took the early lead on understanding plant-based saw big returns. Greg's, who is a, a high street bakery here in the UK, they released their annual report in 2019 showing that the high profile launch of their vegan sausage roll helped drive a surge in customer numbers and it generated a 15% rise in pre-tax profit for them. And as an aside, if, if you're not listening in the UK, then Greg's managed a brilliant PR campaign by copying an Apple launch. And <laughs> they also managed to really annoy Piers Morgan, um, which gave them some great PR. Uh, I actually devote a whole section in our vegan marketing course to how they did this. So it's, it's well worth checking that out and reading. Um, it's also worth pointing out, however, that Greg's launched their vegan sausage roll in a really well-researched way. So, for example, they put clear markings to distinguish their plant-based products from the animal ones so that you knew as a customer you'd been given the vegan product. They also had really well-researched operation procedures and staff training, meaning vegan consumers trusted what they were getting. 
And we've seen other non-vegan companies that they've launched into the vegan market without such a clear understanding as this, and they've gotten it wrong, and they've faced a consumer backlash, um, and it's just not generated the same results for them. But as a vegan company, this won't happen to you because you are already an expert in vegan, because you are one. You understand the ethics and behaviours that the big brands are still catching up on, but they will catch up. And we're seeing more and more huge entries into the vegan marketplace, from Galaxy Chocolate to Applewood Cheese. But what they don't have, however, is your passion to create a fairer, cruelty-free vegan world. These large brands are actively changing the marketplace to make it easier than ever for people to try plant-based, which is resulting in more people going plant-based. And, and we can all use that. You can combine your passion and ethics with the changing consumer landscape to create vegan products, services and companies that draw people further along their vegan journey. If you make vegan products and services that people passionately care about and support, then you have never had a bigger available audience than you have now. And if you've been sitting on the fence about launching a vegan product or business or about ramping up what you already produce, then now is the time to hop down off that fence and get serious about it. The pandemic alone has moved the plant-based market forward by at least 12 months, if not more. And there's never been so much interest in veganism. And you will find a valuable new market of non-vegan customers who are taking those initial steps to reduce their reliance on animal products. So connect with them, educate them, and use this newfound customer interest to build a more successful vegan business yourself. Okay, so to recap, let's go back to the question that we started out with of, of why you should have a vegan business and why are you doing this? And I want to start with a reminder that, number one, a lot of vegans seem to have a problem with the idea of making money, that it's unethical. It's not, because you can do far much more good in the world with a profit than you can with a loss. I want you to start repeating that yourself. And that leads us into point number two. You need to make a business that is financially sustainable. And that doesn't matter if you sell a physical product, if you sell a vegan service, or even if you're a charity. You need to maintain a standard of income and a standard of life that means you don't burn out. Because if you do burn out and you give up, you're not helping us move the vegan cause forwards. Number three, two to 3% of the population are vegan, but half of all consumers are buying some form of vegan products. That means there's a ridiculously huge marketplace out there right now, and it's growing every year. Point four, that increase in opportunities for vegan businesses has led to more opportunities for support services to serve these new vegan businesses. Because vegan businesses like to do business with other vegan businesses if they have the opportunity. Point five, the pandemic has turbocharged people's awareness of our relationship with animals, leading more and more people to be open to plant-based. And yes, point six, this means that the big companies are following. But what that is really doing is making it easier for people to go plant-based and cruelty-free. So it's actually making the market bigger for 
all of us. And finally, point seven, you have a burning passion to make the world a better, fairer and cruelty-free place. That's something that few other business owners have. So use it. And I'm going to finish on that bit about passion. The real reason I give when someone asks me why you should have a vegan business is the animals. Now, you might be vegan yourself because you want to lessen your impact on the environment or because it's improved your health or fitness. But regardless of that, 200 million land animals were killed today for food. And that was just today. And that's without including sea life, which takes us to over 3 billion animals killed every day. All the 260 million dairy cows that are just used as short-term, throwaway, sentient commodities. Now, I'm not comfortable with that. And I suspect that you're not either. But we can't change that unless we actively create that change. And for some people who we owe a real debt to, they're creating that change by they're hitting the streets, they're engaging with the public or demonstrating outside of meat processing plants. For others, we're furthering the vegan cause by changing the business environment. We're using our professional skill sets to bring about a vegan world. So we owe it to those animals who lost their life today and those that will be killed tomorrow to just get better at doing business, to make it happen quicker. And that's why we launched Vegan Business Tribe. That's why Lisa and I took our combined 40 years plus of marketing experience to create a course to teach people how to get better at marketing their vegan business. That's why we have mentoring forums and run business clinics to help people get their vegan business off the ground because it's our way of furthering the vegan cause. And why wouldn't you want to align your personal ethics with how you make a living? The vegan sector is, and trust me on this, it really is the most friendly, welcoming and supportive sector you will ever run a business in because we're all on the same mission. If you have a vegan business, even if it's in competition with me, I don't care. I don't want to try and put you out of business. I want us both to succeed and I'll actually do what I can to link up with you and work out how we can succeed together. And you know, really finally now, you know, the, main, the main number one reason you should have a vegan business is about your own authenticity. If you run a vegan business, you can just be you. You no longer have to apologise for being that awkward vegan that means, you know, your friends and your family have to change where they go and eat out. You no longer have to hide the fact that you're vegan. You can absolutely embrace it personally and professionally. People will know you are vegan without you having to bring it up. And that, that Viva La Vegan hoodie that you'd normally only wear if you went to a vegan fair, that can now become your everyday workwear. So that's it for the first episode. And and thank you so much for keeping with me right to the end. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you did, head over to veganbusinesstribe.com where you can find lots more advice and support or even join us at one of our live online sessions just to see if we can help make your vegan business more successful because it will help us get to that vegan world just one step quicker. 